before we sing him too, could I ask that section to empty out, please? Ah, we continue to sing the second verse. Please, that 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 Exodus chapter 19. Exodus 19, verse 3. Moses went up to God, 
And the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the sons of Israel, You yourselves have seen what I, have, what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now then, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Let's also turn, we'll come back to this passage, but let's turn to Luke chapter 6. Let's also turn, we'll come back to this passage, and turning his gaze toward his disciples, he began to say, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Skipping down to verse 35. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And turn with me also to John chapter 14. Verse 23. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. And finally, let's turn to Ephesians, our, where our theme verse is. Ephesians chapter 4. And we'll start with verse 13. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to a measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causing the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. 
只等到我们众人在真道上同归于一 but you did not learn Christ in this way, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus. That in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, that you may be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which is the likeness of God, has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. 你们学了基督却不是这样，如果你们听过他的道，领了他的教，学了他的真理，就要脱去你们从前行为上的旧人。这旧人是因私欲的迷惑，渐渐变坏的，又要将你们的心智改换一新，并且穿上新人。这新人
我们刚才所读的以弗所书第四章，呃、uh, ，starting in verse twenty， 呃，第二十节 ，He had just Paul had just spoken about the futility of the mind。呃，在这里保罗刚刚讲到这个新的虚妄 ，And he says in verse twenty, but you did not learn Christ in this way。他说你们学了基督并不是这样 ，In verse twenty-one, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus。如果你们听过他的道，领了他的教，学了他的真理 ，so a big part of the answer of how we grow is that we learn Jesus。所以一个最主要的部分成长就是说，我们学了基督。And we learn by hearing and being taught by him。我们怎么学呢？就是听了他他的道，而且领了他的教。And later, Paul then speaks of the old man and the new man, and we know that another major part of growing Is that we grow in this new life? 接下来保罗就讲到这个旧人和新人那个成长的一个部分，就是让这个新人能够成长。It's not a matter of changing our our self. 而不是把那个旧人改变。It's a matter of learning to let the life of Christ He's given us live out in us. 而是学着让基督赐给我们的生命从我们里头长出来。But through it all, through these different、uh, things, the Lord is telling us about growing. 接着这些不同，主耶稣教导我们的如何从不同的地方来成长。My attention has been drawn again and again back to an issue of obedience。那我自己所呃所得着的就是一次一一再的，就是在这个顺服学习顺服上面有负担。So today we really want to consider what is the role of obedience as a key to growth. 今天我们就来看这个顺服如何是一个很关键的，在在成长方面是一个很关键的。Why is obedience so important? 为什么顺服是这么这么重要 ？It's very important in growth. 对于成长来讲，顺服是非常非常的重要。Because think about how growth happens. 那我们就想一想，顺服到底是怎么一回事 ？In fact, let's think about how growth happens in. In school and class. 让我们来想想，在学校里头，在教室里头，怎怎顺服是怎么样的 ？A teacher teaches something. 一个老师教你一些东西。We hear it. 那我们也听到。And if we stop, 那我们又停了。We don't learn it. 如果我们停了，我们就就就没有学东西。But if we do the homework, 但是我们如果回到家里做做功课 ，we obey. 我们也顺服。Then we learn it deeply. 那我们就会学得很很很深。And then we can go on and learn the next thing. 那我们就可以往前继续学新的。But what happens if we don't obey? 那如果我们不顺服就怎么办呢 ？I'm thinking of math classes where if you stop keeping up with your math, it just you can't keep up anymore. 若是我们举举例来讲，学那个数学，若是你停了，那你就不能再往前。If we don't obey, then the next step we miss out. 如果我们不顺服，就那下一步骤我们就缺了。Or think of sports. The coach says do this, and you hear it, but you don't do it. 呃，就以再再举那个体育来讲，如果你教练这样子叫你做，你不做的话，那你就停了。Your body doesn't learn that thing. 你的身 in your head you could explain it. 也许你的脑袋听了，你能解释，但是你的身体却不不会照着做。We have to put into action. 我们必须把它付诸行动。Now, in the matter of spirit, it's it's very very true. 在属灵的事来讲，也是非常的真实。We grow by the Lord revealing Christ to us. 我们的成长是因为主把基督显
But when he reveals things to us, often we're asked to obey. To take action on what he's shown us. Or to believe or accept what he's shown us. And that's how we grow. If we don't, we stall out. The conversation stops. What we learned or saw is in our head. And that's it. And what's even worse. 那更不, how does the Lord show us the next thing? 那这样如何, 主如何再向我们启示下一步呢? And the sad thing for those of us who have grown older. 那对于我们那个成长的人来讲,有一件很... If we look at our lives, we can see areas of our life where we stopped obeying and therefore didn't learn anything. We may have head knowledge, but it's not real. So obedience is key to growing. When we obey, we can then fully live what we just saw and go on. So that's why we want to look at obedience today. Let's turn back to Exodus because we this beautiful uh these amazing words that God spoke to Moses in Exodus. So we Chapter 19. And we Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob and tell the sons of Israel, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now then, if you indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Now, from the story, you you all know that this is the moment right before the Lord gives the Ten Commandments and then a bunch of other commandments. 神班十戒以前之前的事情，还有其他的戒命的之前。So Moses gone up the mountain and and now he, God says to us, "Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob and tell the sons of Israel." 
所以摩西到山上，那这里神就像呃像摩西说，你要告诉要要说告诉以色列人。We could spend a lot of time on the house of Jacob and sons of Israel, but we won't. 呃，也许我们可以花很多时间在在这里讲到雅各家或者以色列人，但是我们不今天不讲这方面。When we see those two names, we're reminded Jacob is the supplanter, and God chooses chooses to lift up. The supplanter, and make him a prince. 但是我们就看到，我们就记得雅各原来是如何一个诡诈狡猾的人，但是他神要把他变化成以色列， okay, 神的王子。This is what God says to tell His people. 所以这里就是说，要摩西向以色列百姓说话。You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. 我向埃及人所行的事，你们都看见了，且看见我如鹰将你们背在翅膀上带来归我。So he's reminding the people what the amazing things that God had to do to the Egyptians to free His people. 所以他就在这提醒以色列百姓说，提醒他们神做了何等奇妙的大事，把他们从埃及人手上救出来。Remember, the people were in slavery in Egypt. 我们记得这些百姓原来是在埃及人手下做奴隶。There was no chance of them being released. 在他们来讲，完全没有这个逃脱的希望。And of course, the picture for us is of our slavery to sin. 那这幅图画就是讲到我们就是罪的奴奴仆。There was no way the Egyptians would let the Israelites go. 绝对那个埃及人不会把以色列人放走的。There's no way they could release themselves. 那以色列人自己也没办法救他们自己。And the burden was heavy. 他们的重担压在他们身上。And yet, God, through miracle after miracle after miracle, created a situation where the Pharaoh and the Egyptians sent them out. 那神就借着一次一又一次又一次的神机，使得埃及埃及巴拉把他以色列人给放走了。And as we think of our own life, think of the miracle of of Christ coming to bring us out of out of sin. 若是我们想想，在我们身上所发生的，基督也借着一次又一次的神机，使我们从罪中释放。And even the more dramatic picture, of course, is at the Red Sea. As they fled, Pharaoh sent his armies, and the Red Sea was parted. 那一幅更具有那个戏剧性的就是何等那样奇妙，就是神神使得红海分开，以色列人从红海中经过。And so the people passed through that that Red Sea. 所以以色列人他们经过了红海。And then after they passed through, the sea came in on that army of. Egyptians. 当他们过去了，那个河河海水又又合起来，把埃及军兵吞灭了。So for us, we should be reminded of how miraculous it is that God can save us out of Egypt, out of sin. 所以对我们来讲，也是一个提醒：神如何这样子神迹奇事般的把我们从罪中这样救出来。It was dramatic. It was amazing. 好像一个很戏剧的，但是也很令人惊异的。And for us, that's what He's done for us. So God reminds His people. He says, "You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians." So God 就提醒以色列百姓说，你们自己看见了。How I bore you on eagles' wings. 看见我如鹰将你们背在翅膀上。How the Lord carried them through that ocean and then out the other side. 看见主自己好像背负他们，能够经过那个海。On eagles' wings, 在那个翅膀鹰的翅膀上 
And so for today, that's, we need to focus on how this reminds us of how the Lord has freed us from sin. But then he says this phrase, and brought you to myself. Very important. He didn't just bring them out and just leave them there. He's saying, I brought you to myself. And we know that actually when when Moses was sent before the Pharaoh, he was told to say, to tell the Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. There's never God's purpose just to free them from slavery. It's never God's purpose just to forgive us. It's always to deliver us to Himself. It reminds us of a wonderful verse in Colossians. Let's turn to that. Colossians chapter 1. Paul writes in chapter 1 of Colossians, verse 13. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He rescued us from the domain of darkness, that's obvious. But he transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. It's such a beautiful picture. Now we tend to focus on if I'm in the dark, I'm glad if I'm delivered into the light. And this verse could have said from the domain of darkness into the domain of light. And it would be true. God, God is light and he's brought us into the light of Christ. But it's much more than that. Right? We're brought from darkness into the kingdom of Him, of Christ. You know, we tend to focus, our natural instinct or tendency is to focus on wrong and right. So we'll say, I was in Egypt and I was wrong. I was in the wrong. But I've been saved by Jesus and now I'm right. I've been saved from the kingdom of wrongness to the kingdom of rightness. I just say that. Everyone just just in your chair just say, I am right. If you do that, notice your chest kind of puffs up. 
Feel all those natural pride juices going. Others are wrong. All that judgmentalness coming surging out. You know there's a tree. There's a tree. Called the knowledge of good and evil. And we like that tree. Ever since Adam and Eve chose it. But that's our natural man. We love to be right. By the way, especially for men. We young men always have to be right. It goes along with this whole winning thing. Anyway, I won't go too far there, but you know it's true, brothers. But the choice is not between wrong and right. In the Lord's view of the world, it's between darkness and death. And life. He rescued us from the domain of darkness. Into the kingdom of his beloved son who gives us life. Let's embrace that. Let's recognize that we've been brought into a life kingdom. Let's also, since we're talking about obedience today, recognize that that first sin was a matter of choosing the wrong tree. Sometimes, it seems like we Christians think that because God is helping us through his word that we're just going to be smarter about discerning good and evil than the other guys. In other words, we have a higher level but what we're really still doing is just discerning good and evil and living off that tree. But the Lord's way is a way of life. He wants us feasting off the tree of life. And we know that's through Christ. Christ. It's not about being right. It's about being alive. Now one final thought on that. If you have the Lord in your life, you're probably going to be right a lot of times. Especially compared to people who don't know the Lord. Someone who just received the Lord recently 
immediately has all this wisdom and sight and light from the Lord. And from the Lord world's perspective, you say, well, he, he's, he's right about a lot of things. So it's a positive side effect. But our focus is on the Lord Himself. Choosing the tree of life. That's where He wants us. Let's go back to Exodus. He said, I brought you to myself. And so for us, he brought us to Christ. Then he says, Now then, if you will indeed obey my voice. Now let's focus on that phrase, my voice. Our focus today is on obedience. To obey, we must first hear the voice. And the voice, of course, is from the Lord. The voice is His word expressed to us. And thank God we serve a God who reveals Himself. You know, if you study all the other religions, they all are mysteries. They're trying to figure out what God is and who He is and where He is. And... But our Father in Heaven chose to express Himself. And for us, even more dramatically, he expressed himself through Christ. Christ, the Word made flesh. Walking, talking on this earth. So we have very clear voice to listen to. Let's go back. Let's look in uh, Luke. Chapter 6, what we read before. And remind ourselves what it was like to be a disciple of Jesus as he spoke to them. Luke chapter 6, verse 20. And he turned his gaze towards his disciples. And began to say, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now we're not taking the time this morning, but you know that that's the Beatitudes, or that's a series of statements by the Lord. Let's skip to verse 35. And just think of this as an example of all the things he's saying. 
But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful, not just be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Now what had happened, of course, the disciples had been selected and they've been following Jesus. They've been seeing miracles happen. And now Jesus takes them and pulls them aside and he says he he gazed at them. He really looked them in the eye. And then he said these incredible radical things. He was saying to them, look, God's kingdom is completely different from the world's kingdom. God's standards and values are way up here. God's system of rewards is different. It's eternal. And God has a way, a character, a way of doing things and a character. And so we see in verse 35, you see, but love your enemies. In the world that makes no sense. In God's world, in His kingdom, that does make sense. And see also that that Jesus was telling them, not only do you want to uh, follow a higher command, but it's going you're doing it because it makes you like God. In other words, we we love because God loves. God is merciful, therefore He wants us to be merciful. He wants us to reflect His character. That's what Jesus was saying to the disciples. So God has this perfect standard. He has this love that's behind it all. And he's asking the disciples to open their eyes to see this and to obey. Now that same voice is there for us now. These words that the Lord speaks that we get to read and study and uh, memorize are, are his voice to us. So to obey his voice, we don't have a problem finding his voice. 
，所以我们要说顺服，我们并没有困难，我们可以找到这神的声音来顺服的。Not only has Jesus spoken, he's also even simplified things. 主不但不但说话，他也把一些事情他也简化了。We can say, oh, it's too complicated. The Bible's too complicated. 也许我们会说啊，这个圣经太复杂了。I'm not sure what I should do. 我也不知道我该怎么做。To which Jesus answers. 那主耶稣就就这样子回答说。Love. 主就回答说爱。That's it. 就这么简单。You heard one word. Love. Everybody heard that, right? That's it. He summarized everything in one word. Love, love God, love your neighbor, but love. So, where's our excuse? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I haven't figured it out yet. I have to study. I have to go to three more conferences before I understand it. So the voice has, is there. And of course the Holy Spirit is here in us to quicken His Word if our heart, if our heart is right. 但是我圣灵住在我们里头，当我们听到这样话，这些话就成为活的。Which leads to the other aspect. For us to hear His voice, we have to have an open ear. 但是另外要听到神的话呢，我们必须要有耳朵。So then the problem is in our ear and in our heart. 所以这个问题就是我们的耳朵以及我们的心。So we have to be humble in listening for that voice. 所以我们必须谦卑来听神的话。You know, we all know examples of when people are not humble, how they can't learn. Now, those of you who are students, you know this well. If you go into a class and you assume that that teacher knows, doesn't know what they're talking about, are you going to listen? So, if you go into a class and you assume that that teacher doesn't know what they're talking about, The student who goes into class and then after three days goes, ah, that teacher doesn't know what they're talking about. That student is doomed. They're never going to learn. 那如果这个这个学生去了上了三天的课，会说啊，这个老师不懂什么，他就不去上，你就知道这个学生他就完蛋了。A good student says, that's the teacher. They know something I don't know. I want to learn it, and I'll wait till the end of the year and decide whether they're a good teacher or not. I'm going to learn. 那这个好学生就说：“哦，这个这个是老师，他一定知道他他所懂的，所以我要继续的在那边听，直到学习结束。那看他到底到底是不是懂不懂？”所以，当我们要要来学东西，我们一定要一个可听的耳朵，要一个要看到底神向我们要说什么话。And with matters of spirit, it's even more important. 但是对于属灵的事来讲，更重要。Because very often what the Lord is showing us touches our own heart and situation. We have to be correctable. We have to be willing to let go of things or see sin in our life and confess it. So do we have humble hearts And open ears to hear that voice. We have to be humble. 
It's a heart to obey that opens our ears. If we're just learning in order to puff up our knowledge, that's one thing. That happens all the time. It happens at work, happens in our understanding of the Bible. We listen for things that prove what we already believe. 那么好像也就是在工作上，以及在我们自己学习圣经，我们听了一些话，来来证明说，哦，我们是我们是否我们是所领解领会的，就是这样。My boss is like that. 啊，我的老板就是像这样子。Forgive me, Lord, for saying something negative about my boss.主啊，请原谅我在这里说老板的坏话。The famous cartoon movie a long time ago about the rock man who says, "You hear what you want to hear, and you see what you want to see." 所以有一个卡通呢，就以前有一个呃，有一个原山洞里的人，就是说，你看，你就是看想要你所看的事情。And we get that way.你所相信的事情，你才看。We form an opinion about what we think is the right view of something.所以当你的当你这个意见所要表达的，就是说你对一个事情的看法。And then we act like we're listening.所以我们表现出来好像我们在听一样。But we're really listening for is the person that gives us another another bit of ammunition to prove us right. 其实我们在那边听的只是想要抓住别人所讲的一些点来证明我自己是对的。And we ignore everything else. 那其余的事情我都通通都就听忽略了，不管了。That happens in business all the time. 这在在那个在工作的场合常常是这样的。Sometimes they call that vision. 那有的人就是说把这样的话造成说这是你的一个意意向，你的远见。I don't think I should go farther on that one. 啊，那我不想再谈这这个了。But imagine it happens as we as we grow in the Lord. 但是我们这样想，我们当我们在主里头成长。If we think we've sort of figured out what the Christian life is，若是我们觉得我们已经知道了到底基督徒的生命是怎么一回事，it's certain principles I've figured out，或者说，或者说你已经觉得你已经从主那里接受了一些原则，你已经知道了做基督徒的一些事情。And then we start listening for people to confirm that. 那我们就好像就会开始就听别人这样讲那样讲，来来证明我自己所知道的是对的。And people say something doesn't quite fit, or their experience doesn't match, well, we just ignore it. 如果是你所听到别人讲了，或者你自己的经历当中跟你自己所感觉不一样，你就故意就忽略它。Well, that's that's the human way of knowledge. 那个是人人的人的人的知识。And I hearken back to the tree. If we find ourselves doing that with our Christian walk, then we're thinking about right and wrong. Thinking about good and evil. But we're also in danger of being judgmental. And proud. Living off the wrong tree. Now, if we're really humble, and we're coming to the tree of life, and we're listening for that voice, then we have to expect him to ask us to do something. Are you willing to hear him ask you to do something? Are you willing to hear him ask you to give up something, something good 
but he asks you to give it up. Are you willing to hear him ask you to forgive someone for something unforgivable? Or are you willing to hear him ask you to do something really bold? Bold and courageous. One that might might cause others to to laugh or be confused by you. Are we willing to hear his voice no matter what he says? So he says, If you indeed obey my voice and keep my commandment, uh, my covenant, Let's look at that word covenant. That covenant speaks of a relationship. God isn't just setting down laws and then stepping back and saying, okay, I'll watch them fail. Every, everything God has done with, with man is always within the context of a covenant. Covenants which are built on His promises. Covenants that are always lopsided. God giving and us just receiving. And of course for us we have the new covenant. We think of looking back the covenants with Noah and then the covenants with Abraham and now covenant we see act being worked out with Moses. When Jesus took that wine and said when he spoke of this new covenant of his blood we are inside an incredible covenant of God. Born by His Spirit. Washed in His blood. In fact, the first commandment of this covenant is to believe and receive. And now inside this covenant, he gives the Holy Spirit to help us obey. So when the Lord says obey, it's in the context of this covenant. It's a love relationship. It's even more intense than we've described so far. It's a love relationship. And that's why we read from John chapter 14. Let's turn to that passage. 
And we see how obedience and love are just tied together in the Lord's mind. This time we'll start chapter 14, verse 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and will disclose myself to him. Now, the context of this, of course, is that we've received God's love. We've received His love, and now we want to love Him back. One of the ways we love Him back is to, is to obey His word, His commandments. But notice how if we do that, then the Lord promises even more fellowship. He who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and will disclose myself to him. So as we obey the Lord, he's going to show himself more. You know, sometimes we see that word and we say, well, how can the how can we say God is going to love you because you obey? After all, God loves everyone. Right? Now those of you who are how many of you have had children? Okay. I want you just to think about the difference between a disobedient child and an obedient child. Now, as a parent, I love the child no matter what. But if that child is in a disobedient phase, the, how does that love flow? I still love my child, but the child doesn't respond. So, what I'm getting at is that what the Lord seems to be t- reminding us of is that when we obey, His love can flow to us. When I was in junior high, we had this phrase that was common among especially kids. We just said, I know a lot. So dad would tell me, my dad would tell me something and I'd say, I know dad, I know. No matter what, no matter what it was, I know dad. Well, a lot of times I didn't, I didn't know, I just learned because he told me, but I know dad. Now he still loves me. Anyway, you get it, you get the point. We're in a love relationship with our Lord. 
And he's telling us today that if we obey him, the Father's love will come flow to us. And that he will reveal more of himself. That's how we grow. Now verse 22. Judas not Iscariot said to him, Lord, what then has happened that you are going to disclose yourself to us and not to the world? Yuda,不是加略人,Yuda,问耶稣说,主啊,为什么要向我们显现,不向世人显现呢?He's so he says almost the same thing, but it's even more intimate. We, the Father and Christ, are going to come to him and make our abode with him. Others may comment on this, but it seems as if Jesus is saying, you know, God is not going to work in that, that other way. He's not going to manifest him in the way you, you think. God's priority is this relationship. He loves us. We respond in obedience. His love flows to us. He reveals more of himself. We're growing. What a wonderful covenant we're a part of. So now let's turn back to Exodus again. 19 Now then if you in, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then it will be my own possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine. Now, so he, he brought his people to this place and now he says, if you obey. Sometimes we almost question God, why God did you leave it up to them? You know they're going to fail. But free will is a part of God's plan. All the way back to the beginning. So free will was necessary in God's plan. And the possibility of us mankind sinning was something God had to understand. 
Now just a reminder, if we don't have free will, what does God have? If you and I are just like all the other animals, we just follow our instincts. We just do what we're programmed to do. God wants people who can choose to love Him back. God wants a bride for His Son. That bride consists of people who have free will and choose to receive him. And even though free will meant there was a fall, and the fall brought tremendous suffering and death. To creation. And we still see the effect, the suffering, the illness around us of the fall. Our God knew all that. And chose to give us Free will. Because he wants a people of his own possession. He wants people who have chosen him back. He wants people who, in the other translation from the Hebrew, are his special treasure. So he brought the Israelites out, and now he says, if you obey. He didn't bring us out of sin just to leave us there. We're released in to obey and serve and worship. So the Israelites had a chance to obey. Our covenant is so much better. Are you and I obeying this voice? We have choices every day. We have the opportunity to obey every single day the Lord gives us. And he's looking for this people who will choose him back. Who will love him back. Now the Lord can see all the nations and all the peoples. 
神可以看到万国万民。He looks over all of them. 他也看到他们所有的。And he sees the hearts of individuals. 他也看到每一个人的内心。He sees that people that's his possession. 他看到他属他的子民。He sees the people that's a special treasure. 他看到他是对他这个最宝贝的至宝。Are we part of that? 我们是否他所看到这些一部一部分呢？ Are you part of that? 你是否那是那其中之一呢? You know there's some parables the Lord gave in that are written up in Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. 啊,在福音第13章,主在這裡有一個比喻. We'll speak of just one of them. 我們就只講其中一個,verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Now many people think these parables speak of um, us finding the Lord, who is our treasure. But often these parables, the main character really speaks of Christ. And it could it be here that this is expressing the fact that Christ has redeemed all of creation. Just so he can have his treasure. His special treasure. The people who are after who are loving him back. So there's all this earth, all these people, and the Lord is looking for that treasure. It's worth him giving up all for it. In the next parable, he speaks of selling all to buy the pearl. Same idea. That's what the Lord's after. Now he finishes up here by saying, "Those who obey will be his own people, and shall be a kingdom of priests and holy nation." We see those phrases we think of First uh, Peter chapter two, but we won't take time on that. But these phrases can describe who we are as followers of Christ. So I just want us to, to wrap up this time by thinking about what the Lord is putting on your heart. What is he speaking to you about obedience? You know, when the Lord speaks to us, there's some certain characteristics. 
very often when he speaks to us, it's because he's shown us something about Christ. There's been revelation of Christ. And also the promptings come by the Holy Spirit's work. The Holy Spirit shows us something about Christ. Or the Holy Spirit shows us something about ourselves. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin. And that leads to something that we need to obey. A prompting to obey. The Lord's touch doesn't come though with condemnation. When men judge, we condemn. Now when the Lord shows us something, we may be undone. Undone. Undone as we don't even know what to do. But even when the, as the Lord's children, even when he shows us the depths of our 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 sin. And we're fallen down before him. We're still before the throne of grace. It's still the Lord in his love showing us that. So when the Lord prompts and he shows us something, we see the touch, uh, his touch of love. Now this, now this is even closer to the moment. It's when the Lord prompts us to do something. Often he will prompt us to do things that our natural man does not like. He prompts us to do something that's, as we say, outside our comfort zone. Something that's difficult for us. Or or put it might put us in a situation where we'll find ourselves embarrassed. So when the Lord prompts, often we find in ourselves that reaction like, that would mean But what's common in that response? What's the common thing in our response? It's ourself. It's ourself. Denying self. So when the Lord prompts, obedience may mean taking up our cross. When we say, yes, Lord, I see that, but I can't. I can't because myself doesn't like it. And is that a moment we say, 
let the self go. 是不是就在那个时刻，我们说我们把那个己放掉 ？As Paul writes, that's when we see the old man. He's right there. 呃，就像保罗说，知道我们那个旧人在那里。We let him go. 我们要让这旧人过过去。And we put on the new man. 我们要穿上新人。We agree with Christ within who does want to obey. 我们就在我们里头，我们就顺服基督主耶稣所说的，我们就顺服。Opportunities to obey. 那就是一个顺服的机会。And opportunities to take up our cross. 也是一个我们背起十字架的一个机会。So as we close, I just want to ask some questions. So, in the end, I want to ask some questions. What has the Lord shown you recently? Has the Lord shown you something recently, or asked you to do something recently? It could be something big. Is He prompting you for a career change, or leading you about a school choice? 是否要向你做一个工作上有所改变，或者在学校有些在选择学校方面 ？Is he prompting you to share the gospel in a foreign land？ 或者神是否要主向你写？你是否要去到一个外国去传福音 ？Like Manhattan， <笑>譬如在曼哈顿 ，or Flushing， 或是在弗拉弗拉盛。It's a foreign land, you know, Flushing. All those Indians and Koreans. 好像这个这个是一个外国的地，有这个印度人啊，或者韩国人啊。Is the Lord prompting you about something big like that? 神是否要在向你说话说这样这样的事情呢 ？As a brother in our midst, the Lord's prompted them, he and some others, about praying for revival in this city. 是否你是否向神向一些弟兄显现说你要为着呃纽约市来祷告 ？Not casually, but seriously. 呃，好像并不是说很不漫不经漫不经心的很。In August, the Lord spoke to us about corporate prayer and about seeking, uh, uh, really putting ourselves in the Lord's hand about corporate prayer. August. Hmm. In August. August. In 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 August. Being a watchman. 那是不是主向你显现说要你做那个守望的人呢 ？Or could be other more hidden things. 或者是一些比较隐藏的事情。Recently, we focused on family. 呃，最近我们讲到一些家庭方面的事情。On relations, husbands and wives. 例如啊，夫妻之间。Has the Lord prompted you about forgiveness? 神主是否向你说话要做一些？ Has he prompted you about your role as a husband, as as a father? 主是否要向你说话，说你作为父亲，你的角色是什么 ？Has he prompted you to take some responsibility that you haven't wanted to? 主是否向你说话，让你要负起一些责任，你本来是不想的 ？Has he prompted you to do the dishes more? 是不是主要你让你说你应该更来更常常来洗碗？ Maybe he's prompted you to accept something as something the Lord will will take you through. 是否主向你说话，他要你接受一些事情，这个事情是主要亲自来带你走的。Maybe the Lord's prompted you about serving. 是不是主向你说话，你要来参与一些服饰 ？Loving your brothers and sisters 
in some specific way. 在一个特定的方方式来表现你爱弟兄姊妹。Praying or calling them or visiting. 是否你为他们祷告，你打电话问候，或者是你访问他们？ How is the Lord prompting you? 主是怎样向你说话呢? What's his voice been telling you? 他是怎么？他的声音是什么呢？ Let me just say, if the answer is nothing, 如果若是你说，主什么话都没向你说。then it's pretty clear that he's prompting you about something right now. If he hasn't prompted you about anything and you haven't heard his prompting, then maybe he's telling you today you need to spend more time with him. He wants your ears open to him. 主希望你的耳朵向他是开通的. He wants time with you. 他想要与你有更多在一起的时间. He wants, as John, as in John's gospel says, he wants to abide with us. 就好像约翰福音讲说，他要与你同住. So in our love response, let us obey him. 所以我们若是有这个爱的回应，就让我们来顺服. So we thank the Lord for how clearly He spoke to Moses. We thank the Lord for this amazing covenant we're in. This love relationship with Jesus Christ. And let's thank the Lord for the opportunity to obey. The opportunity he gives us each day. Let's listen for his voice. And as he speaks to each one of us, let's obey. That's how we grow. That's how he can gain what he's after. We'll close with a few prayers, brothers and sisters. Our course, often from fear, Lord, we we don't take your way, and we just want to acknowledge that today, so that we can start again with you, in a new place, the right place, the place of obedience, the place where we love others more than ourselves. And Lord, may you grant us, by your Spirit, that we love you first. That we love you by spending time with you. Giving you our time. 
And Lord, we can't do that apart from you. We need your strength. We ask for your spirit to move us in your direction. So that we might be a people for your possession. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, we might be your people. We ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Come before you. We thank you, Lord, for the supremacy of the Holy Spirit and for opening up and reigning in our hearts. We thank you for leading us to walk the right way, and we want to follow you in Jesus' name. Amen. Our sister prayed, Lord, we thank you for the message today. We know that we need to be obedient unto you, but sometimes we fail, and our prayer tonight is that we submit unto you, in Jesus' name.